You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. Welcome to Satellite Sisters. We're happy to be here today, winding up the year, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Leanne Dolan. We're here at the Wondery Sunset Studios. I'm a writer and producer in Los Angeles, and I'm psyched. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Liz Dolan. I'm the middle sister, on again, off again, corporate executive. I live in Santa Monica. Yes, and I am psyched too. It's now been, this is the end of our first year in our studio, yes. and it's been a very good year. It has. Yeah. It has. We're going to talk a little bit about that that. And Julie, what's happening there? I'm here in my closet. It's looking good here today in Dallas, Texas. I live in Dallas, but I've lived and worked around the world. Uh, I'm an empty nester, an urban nana, um, and I as well am psyched, Liam. <laughs> yeah, we love doing this show. We do. and But at the end of the year, we feel like it's been a job well yeah. done. We're excited to take a couple and weeks And we're giving off. you a Christmas bonus, so we'll explain a little bit more about that later. <laughs> well, I actually, Julie, I, she looked at me when she said that. I thought no. she and I'm getting a Christmas bonus. No, you are not. Psyched. No. Is there, no. I, I, you know, you can send it to me in Dallas. That would be fine. Thanks. No. Uh, all right. Today on the show, we're going to talk about our themes for 2018. We all set out some themes at the beginning of the year. Yeah. We're going to talk about how we did on those. Yeah. We don't have new themes ready to announce yet. We're just going to discuss the old themes this year. Also, we do have a couple of announcements about future business podcast stuff. So stay tuned for that. Yes. You're not going to want to miss that. Fun announcements. Yeah, fun yeah. Yeah, yeah, all good. Things all you're going to enjoy. Yeah, all good. Yeah, you made that sound so serious, Liam, <laughs> like it was like you're doing the school announcements. I yeah. just want okay. people to pay attention. I'm just, okay. I just, because I know there will be questions, and I want, I want people to be fully informed. I well, think the other audience... day, Leon, you texted me when Katie Couric announced she was disbanding her podcast. Yeah. So, oh, without right, that was breaking news. We are not doing no, that, no. people. No, 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 no. 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 Don't we're get We're moving nervous. forward. We're moving forward. <laughs> All right. We're also going to talk about uh, the new Jennifer Lopez movie, Second Act. The whole mm, poster is called uh, "Think Big" or "Dream Big." Dream yeah. Big. That's the theme, and women getting a second chance. We're going to be talking to the screenwriter of Second Act. She's coming into the studio. Because so, you already saw the movie, right? It's delightful. Yes. I can't even tell you. It's a really good, fun film. Go go this weekend. But we're going to talk about more about that later. And then uh, later on in the show, we just have holiday plans. Julie, you have some tips for cooking and entertaining a crowd. Right. A crowd. That's I mean, maybe that's what's happening at your house. People have crowds over the holidays. I have some tips. These were perfected by our mother. OK, and that's what I'm sharing with you today. Mm. Liz, you're going to set out some health and fitness goals. I it's am. brave of you <laughs> because I have forgotten all tips about entertaining a crowd. I I never <laughs> if our mother was teaching that I was not paying attention to that. But yeah. OK, well, listen up, Liz, then that's all I can say. And yeah. then I'm excited because we have a couple of we've, I'm sure more than a couple of listeners to Satellite Sisters who are headed to the Rose Parade mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. And so in your honor, I have updated my Rose Parade Insider's Guide from 2010. So I have new information, and I'm going to tell you a few insider tips to the Rose Parade in Pasadena, and then I have a whole blog post for yes, you. Yes, yes. And, you, so and you are an expert. I actually, <laughs> yeah. there are a few things that I'm an expert in. <laughs> This is one of them. Yeah. Rose Parade enthusiast. Yes, yes. I am. Yeah. No, I have insider tips. So. Well, we did. We went to the Rose Parade as part of your wedding festivities. 
26 mm-hmm. years ago, right? I know. That was on the she schedule. She couldn't be the princess, but as long as she was going to be a bride, that this was going to be her day. We were was all going. Land. That's a yeah. great thing. Yeah. So it's so much fun in Pasadena. And again, that's my neighborhood. So I'm excited to share those tips. But first, let's kick it off with our themes for 2018. Yeah. So at the very beginning of January, we put out our themes because that's the way we roll here at Satellite Sisters, kind of broad themes that are going to guide our lives for the course of the year, as opposed to like, I hate doing lists and things like that. So resolutions. resolutions yeah, we're anti-resolution. No. I, that word is a total turnoff to me. So a theme is more generalized, like a brand direction, a brand <laughs> mission. So my brand mission for 2018, I actually went to the Google and uh, Googled what is the opposite of schadenfreude. You know, schadenfreude is when you feel good when bad things happen to people. Right. And I had felt like, remember 2017? That was not a good year in general. So by the end of 2017, I was like, what would be something more? I need to go the opposite of what I was doing in 2017. So the opposite of schadenfreude, immediately the word mudita popped up, which Mm -hmm. I know it's pretentious to have some kind of, I don't know, yoga word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you don't do yoga. No, that's okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, But mudita is taking pleasure in good things happening to people. Mm -hmm. So, So I really set that out, like really focus on finding those moments in my life. And I would say that happened or didn't happen at two levels. In my own personal life, like with people that I know, that was a good driving direction because it really meant I found myself making an extra effort to reach out to people like friends of mine who had just had a baby or something good had just happened to or changed jobs or whatever. And it, you know, it sort of kept me on my toes, staying connected to the people I love in the broader sense. So that was good. But then in the news, it was much harder right? because I realized you kind of want some bad things to happen to people in the news. <laughs> Liz. I know. I know, That's Julie. That's positive. I know. I know. But, okay, so I'm just going to say there is a difference between schadenfreude and justice, Julie. Sometimes you just want to see justice be done. And I could have used a little more justice in 2018. I won't get into the details. But let's just use as an example... Les Moonves. I was very happy to see that the CBS board announced yesterday that, yeah, the $120 million we were going to give you, no. You are a despicable person who committed despicable acts, not only against the people that work for this company, but many women across the entire industry. So I think, Julie, I'm allowed to be happy to see Les Moonves brought low, right? Because that's justice, right? Okay, you need to get a yoga word for justice. I think maybe that would, that would soften it. So hopefully, I say more justice in 2019, mm-hmm. if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, justice. I'm for it. So that's the way I do you feel like it? Do you feel like you're ending 2018 at a different place emotionally than 2017? Like, did the mudita actually help you? Did focusing yes. on that actually help you yes. just see a little bit of silver yes. lining, brighter? Because of- Partly it's because it helped me unplug from the daily news cycle a little bit because I knew Mm -hmm. I was not getting any positive reinforcement from the daily news cycle. So for most of the year, I just completely stopped watching cable news because there's something about those panels on cable news. I just can't take it anymore. Right. Now, I will confess Mm -hmm. 
the last couple of months, I have drifted back a little <laughs> bit because, you know, Mueller time. Yeah. Uh, but but in general, I've right. tried to, like, not get sucked down into that world. And that has been good for me because it meant, like, in the evenings when I normally would have been watching three hours of back-to-back cable news panels, I was out seeing my friends or walking my dog. You have or... been busy this year. I have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. So um, I would say, in general, it was a small but meaningful change in the way I experienced 2018. And that's what you want. Right. Great. So. All right. I would give myself a, you know, a thumbs up on. <laughs> I was the, like, we don't have to grade our No, no, just thumbs up. Thumbs up. Was the theme effective? <laughs> was the theme effective at generating the life that I wanted? Yes, it was. All right, good. Well, my theme was proceed with curiosity. Oh, um, I remember that, Leanne, because yeah. that came from what uh, your son's graduation speech. Right, right. right. Uh, like what a gift curiosity is and how important that is to maintain it. And so I feel like it has been a really positive and important part of my year. Wow. Uh, I feel like I have been able to compartmentalize sort of the news, the daily life, mm-hmm. you know, what I read in the paper. And that, I find, has been very stressful. So having a part of my life that is proceed with curiosity, which me means, you know, doing things I haven't done before, exploring creative avenues I haven't done. I have really had the opportunity to travel in a way that I haven't had in a while. Uh, part of it is just life life experience. I don't mm-hmm. have kids at home anymore. I'm an empty nester. I'm able to sort of do and explore more things that I just didn't have the time for. I feel like it's been a really fun an important part of my life this year and has really helped me kind of maintain a positive attitude. So, Good for you. Yeah. That's great. I, mean, I went, you know, I went to Europe with Colin and, you know, that was a fantastic trip, but also I was kind of freaked out to go to Europe. I hadn't been there in 27 years. Things have changed. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not the flexible 22 year old, whatever. I'll sleep on the floor that I used to be. Yeah, no. But we just had fun and we, you know, made it happen on public transportation and did some spontaneous mm-hmm. things and changed our, you know, changed our itinerary and a few things happened like that. And the same spirit, I went to see my high school friends that I hadn't been with in a long time. And we just, you know, got on trains and went to places. And then I, uh, and then I, um, what else? Oh, when I was in Washington in the fall, like I had one hour free time, but in between all these work meetings. And I was like, I am just going to that National Portrait Gallery because mm-hmm. I want to see those portraits. And so I like That's made great. that happen. So I feel like it did kind of inform a lot of decisions in my other work life, my writing life. I do have news I would love to share, but I cannot share yet. So, um, but I took some risks there and they appear to pay off. And when I can tell people, I will. But one of the things, the hobby I've been doing for years is just applying to writing residencies that I get turned down from. Yes. You know, there's a whole... (laughs) Just keep trying. Yes. That sounds like a lot of rejection. It is. It's a lot of rejection and a lot of work. You actually have to put together a good package and explain why you want to go to this place for a week and take it advantage of what they're offering, a quiet place to write. Sometimes it's teaching, sometimes it's meals, other things, and there are a bunch out there, but not for me, Liz. That's the way it's been in the past, like just applying rejection, applying rejection. Yesterday, I got accepted to a writing residency. You did? Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. So uh, that is so great. So I have to talk to you about the work schedule, but (laughs) um, uh, 
in in March. So and it's it's the residency called Writing Amongst the Vines. So I'll be in the Russian River Valley in Sebastopol and wine country in Northern California. And if you're in that part of the world, stay tuned because there is a I'm going to do a reading and a signing. But then I have a week to stay by myself in this vine in this. Wow. Amongst the vines and write. Proceed with curiosity. So proceed with really curi- paying really, off for you. It really paid off for me. So it's super. I, I just. It's actually been so good. I may just hold it over to 2019. <laughs> like I don't feel compelled to change. Stick with a good theme. Yeah, Julie. How about you? Okay, sisters. Um, I can't remember my theme for 2018. <laughs> I can't. Really? I really tried very hard. I really, really tried hard to remember. Now, certainly, I could go back and listen to the podcast, but I don't. I, I want to be just honest with you. I don't remember what it was. But here's here's what I've been doing. So, I mean, I'm sure it was something about being nice and being generous and maybe losing five pounds or being more organized. I'm sure it was somewhere in that range. Um, So but. I have been busy in 2018, and I have deliberately and consciously been trying to make a big effort with my family, uh, with my friends, with my community, uh, in everything that I do. I really consciously each day think about that and try, you know, try really hard. So I don't know if that was my thing. (laughs) You're looking but, up. <laughs> but I am trying and I feel like I feel like on okay. many by putting out additional efforts, uh, it has been very rewarding. You know, I think it was a big deal to come out to our sister Sheila's birthday party, for example, mm-hmm. uh, in September. But I'm so glad I did. I had no, we had no idea that, you know, all of the siblings would be present. It, you know, it was that kind of effort. I did that with uh, friends. I tried to be very present, be there. I tried to really work hard um, in my community. I'm on a board and really tried to, you know, to give it my best effort every day. And um, and I don't know if you girls feel that I've been giving my best effort with you. But so I that's sort of my um, de facto. Uh, OK, thing. that's best where I've ended up. So whatever it was, I'm sure it was a good one. And it's sort of spun in this direction. And um, <laughs> and OK. I'm looking. I'm actually looking up on our blog to see if it's listed. I don't see it. We would have to listen to the whole show. So no, I know uh, I didn't. I yeah. just wanted to be honest about that. Yeah. So maybe in 2019, I might write my theme down and yeah. stick it somewhere. Yeah. That might be helpful. Maybe not. <laughs> but I think if you're working on yourself and working to better be better in your world, that can't be all bad. Okay. So there I have. All right. There you have. Give you yourself credit. Liz can put it on a T-shirt for you. Joel. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that. Yeah. This was good. <laughs> If you come up with a good enough theme for 2019, (laughs) there's a T-shirt in your future. I I have just internalized it so much. I can't. I can't bring it. I can't deliver it on the external world. It's it's in deep. It's in deep. Okay. Well, one of the main things we want to do today, right, Julie, is thank all of our listeners because 2018 has been great. Forgotten to do. You know, I think that when we look back at 2018, one of the things that sort of gets us go for every podcast we do is just thinking about the listeners and and you have all been so generous to stay with us, to stick with us on all these different platforms. 
platforms. We love it when you join our Facebook group, when you write comments about the shows, when you expand on the discussions that we've had on the shows. Uh, we can't thank you enough. I, I, I can, from the bottom of our hearts, uh, it's just so rewarding to be in a relationship with Satellite Sisters. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is rewarding. It's super satisfying to know you're out there, get your comments, you know, see that you're sharing our show with your own Satellite Sisters and Misters. All of that has really just been super. It's been a, we've done a lot of shows this year, more than most podcasts. We we come come in a lot because we love doing it. (laughs) No, we're happy to be here and we're happy to hear from you. Yes. Liz, you mentioned our, it says a lot about the Satellite Sisterhood that our like most responded to post this year was. Was. Kara posted the picture of the cute puppy, what, like 10 days ago. And (laughs) and a puppy naming contest broke out. We got hundreds of Satellite Sisters and Misters participating in a puppy naming contest. So... That says it all to me, you know. And of course, there are many other more thoughtful things that people right. talked about over the course of the year. Right, a lot of sharing of personal things, and we appreciate that. But just the the goodwill that uh, the satellite sisterhood and misterhood brings to the conversation, we just that makes us so happy. And Kara, you should name that puppy Honey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we do want to know where that puppy turned out. Uh, but a couple of things before our our guest is here waiting, which yes. is very exciting. A couple of things coming up very quickly that we wanted to tell you about is, you know, I do a separate podcast called Safe for Work, which is a career advice show. And but next week, so that is next Monday is what, the 24th? There's a very special episode coming out. It is uh, more about me. We decided during the holidays that there would be one episode that's about me, where Rico Galliano interviews me and interviews someone who works with me and knows me well. And that is Leon Dolan came in to do that interview. So that was fun, Leon, right? It was. It yeah. was great to be on Liz's other show. Rico is a very skilled host. <laughs> and then, then the next episode during the break for Safe for Work is going to be I I interview Rico and one of his former colleagues. But anyway, we'll I'll post it in the in the Facebook group so that you can see it's a special episode of Safe for Work that especially the Satellite Sisterhood might want to listen to. Then also, we mentioned last week when we were uh, extolling the many gifts um, that Dr. P.M. Forney gave us as our envoy of civility that um, in the files, in the audio archive, there's the last interview he did with us was about his second book. So we are re-editing that. You are all going to get that as a Christmas gift from us to you. is sort of Dr. Forney's last pieces of advice to us about just how to be stronger, kinder, and calmer, and just many other things that have to do with civility. It was a lovely conversation, so we're cutting that down. That will just appear whenever we get around to. We're shooting for Christmas Day, a little little gift under the tree for you for that. So Dr. Forney episode is coming. And then the last thing we're working on over the break, we're, we're moving to a new podcast platform. Nothing is really changing as far as you listeners are right. concerned. But particularly on our blog at SatelliteSisters.com, you may see a f- things might get a little bit wonky for a few days, right. or you may not be able to exactly find what you want while we're in that transition. But just 
Stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay calm, people. Believe. Stay calm. Stay kind. Yeah. That's this is strong. all good. The goal is on our website, we are going to have bigger, easier to use players for those of you that do listen to the show just at SatelliteSisters.com. This is going to make it way better for you to be able to do that. But we're, we've got to, you know, flip a few switches, which not exactly our strong suit, right. but we're on it. But Liz, you've been working really hard on that. So thank you. And a couple other people behind the scenes on our team. So yes. it is actually is a lot of work because yes. the good news, bad news is we have hundreds and hundreds of shows. Yeah. And they all have to be manually. Right. Fixed, yes. uploaded, re-edited. Because the computer, yeah. they, they can suck things in, but then it's, when it comes to changing the actual player, which is our goal, that is a manual job for 800 episodes. So, right. So for you just listening on other platforms, on Apple or Stitcher or NPR One, nothing, nothing should will change. change. Nothing yes. should change. The yes. switch, but it's really at Satellite Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And we will be back with new shows on January 8th. Yes. So, okay. Right. Yes. That's. I just want to let people know that too. We're taking yeah. a couple weeks off. We're posting the bonus episode back with a fresh show on January eighth. Exciting. Yeah. Twenty nineteen right. themes get announced. <laughs> oh. They get written down. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm also grateful to all of our sponsors this year. Leah. I, know. I know we're going to take a break now. We really have tremendous sponsors, and we love the fact that you support them so much and are so happy to support them. Thank you. That means a lot. Right. And it's, it, believe me, we hear from the sponsors how much they love the Satellite Sisterhood. Yes. I mean, I feel bad that we get to keep the gifts from Ziff Recruiter because it should really be going to the Satellite <laughs> Sisterhood. But this is a really nice water bottle. Thank yeah. you. But uh, no, seriously, we want to thank people. We see that on our Facebook page all the time. It does make a difference, and it's it does allow us to continue to do the show. It's plain and simple. Mm-hmm. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. And now we'd like to thank a couple of sponsors. Listeners. Uh, all right, stay tuned. Coming up, we have Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas. She is the producing partner of Jennifer Lopez and the screenwriter of the new movie, Second Act. We're it's excited exciting. to talk to her. We're going to go get her out of our green room right now. We have a green room? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> you have a green room? <laughs> We are so happy to have a special guest in the studio. Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas is with us. She is a longtime producer in Hollywood of some of your favorite films, which is why it's so exciting. Made in Manhattan, people. She was involved. And some of your favorite TV shows like The Fosters and Shades of Blue. But her new film, Second Act, is a leap for her because you are not only the producer, but you are the screenwriter of... The most delightful comedy of the year, Elaine. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm the co-screenwriter. Okay. All right. I don't want to take credit. No, we believe in co. Here at Satellite. It's all about co. In in the spirit of um, all five of you sisters, (laughs) three of which we're talking to. Um, uh, I... I, uh, yeah, I'm a co-screenwriter of it. But yes, yes, I, I've, I've had many second acts in my life. Like I, like as you were saying, I'm going to intro you. I got a little paranoid. Okay. I went, oh my God, how far back is she going to no, go? Not, but I used to be an agent. I uh-huh. started as a secretary because, you know, hey, that's what I had to sure. do. It was the 80s. And sure. so yeah. when I graduated college, I had to say that my aspirations were to be a secretary so I could get into the industry. So I started as a secretary and worked my way up to an agent mm-hmm. and ended up being an agent for, for a good amount of years, about 12 years um, for with, uh, no, 14 years. You know, and I represented 
Julia Roberts. Which is what in dog years? Because agenting is so hard. So is yeah. that like that, 80 in that, dog years? Yeah, something. It's so hard. But you ne- And you never stop being an agent. But I represented Julia Roberts and, and, and Jennifer Lopez and uh-huh. um, Susan Sarandon, a lot of women. And, yes. and, uh-huh. and it informed, you know, for, for Julia and I, it was um, – uh, from Mystic Pizza to Aaron Brockovich. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah, so it it, it informed uh, a kind of deep dive into an audience that you know I, I just was looking at projects that I liked. Yeah, you know, I used to be, I guess, embarrassed because I'm from L.A., but I'm from the Valley, so deep in the Valley that I thought Ventura Boulevard was the other side of the hill. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I and and and. It, it's odd how sometimes the thing you're most embarrassed about informs your strength mm-hmm. because I think it, it put me in line with um, middle America mm-hmm. and, um, and I, and, and, and my taste is very mainstream and I love, um, I, I'm comfortable. Give me a mall and I'm comfortable <laughs> um, and a great parking lot, but you know, uh, it, a great it, parking lot. <laughs> yes. It, it's sort of the theme of second act too, because you know, we all make mistakes or we all think sometimes, not maybe not everybody, but gee, if I had done it differently, if I'd only chosen, if I'd only been smarter, why did I mess up? Right. And sometimes the mistakes inform our success even more than our, our triumphs. Right? Sure. I think that's it, true. And, yeah. and, and it's about recognizing that your life wasn't a mistake. It was a miracle. And so that's what second act is. It's really kind of a romantic comedy about a woman who learns to fall in love with her own life. Yes. And yes. her and her and what she perceives as her mistakes. And, you know, um, I cannot wait to see it. It's right. really fun. Leon loved it. I did. I, I started to... telling us about it. <laughs> I went it... to a screening last couple of weeks ago and I laughed out loud. Yeah. I had tears in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. There's Jennifer Lopez and she's walking in slow motion and <laughs> high heels. And you're like, yes, this is what I want from a Jennifer Lopez vehicle. It's... Well, it was inspired by her. I mean, you know. In the, what uh, way? Uh, well, because. Because, you know, here's a woman who was a dancer who became an actor and an actor who became a singer and a singer who became Mm -hmm. a brand and a brand um, who became a global superstar. And in every one of those levels, I feel, she gets a bit marginalized and devalued. You don't really understand that this woman's had, I don't know, five or six movies across $100 million. She's worked with Francis Ford Coppola, Steven Soderbergh. She's... She's really quite accomplished, right. but because she's chosen to do many things, for some reason, women are devalued yeah. when they, you know, Clint Eastwood is, I don't know, 90, and he just directed a movie, good for him, but a woman at 45 should retire. Yeah. You know, for some reason, oddly, and it's sort of been ingrained, I did a movie years ago called Mona Lisa Smile, um, which is yeah. um, about, That's a good one it's, it's a fun one because, <laughs> and, and it was really fun to research because at the time after the Second World War, right, women, during the Second World War, women took over for men. They were running industries. Then when guys came back, it was go back to the kitchens. And it wasn't just go back to the kitchens. It was the national agenda to recourse at the women. Mm-hmm. And to make sure, you know, you know, do your hair, be loving, be supportive. He goes off to work, cook the dinner. But, you know, wives should always be lovers, too. Right. It was that song. Run to his <laughs> arms the moment he comes home. To you. It was it was a crazy national agenda to recalibrate uh, the roles. Mm-hmm. And so we 
I guess, have been ingrained to believe that we only have one dream. Mm -hmm. And while it's not bad to be a wife and a mother, certainly, why are we limited to only one dream? We are not. Not here at Satellite Sisters. Right. (laughs) I like that the tagline of the movie is dream big. You know, it, I, it's dream big, and and the only thing stopping you is you. You know, when right. I about eight years ago, I was thinking because I had been an agent, then I ran a studio, then I became a producer, and like I was every, I kept thinking, you know, what do I do next? And I was telling myself I couldn't do something, and my husband said, "Well, what are you going to do?" I said, "Well, you just don't get it. I mean, I can't." And then I, I can't re- become a writer at this I, point I, well, in my well, life. I, well, I mean, and I've always written. I'm I've sure. just, but I just never stood in my truth. Mm-hmm. And oddly, I've had more to more influence on projects I didn't take a credit on. Yeah, the projects I, no I, I, I did, but you know, I, 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 I guess what it what it is is that what I realized was that I was putting a straitjacket on myself. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. ladies want to write, you. You you do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you right. ladies want to do anything, including run a marathon, look, you may not win, but mm-hmm. there's the only, we're not going to win. Elena. But the <laughs> only thing stopping you from doing it is you. Yeah, and right. once you recognize that, all of the obstacles and and Jennifer inspires it. You know, I would say to her, you know, she doesn't she she's not judgmental. She's a really 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 good girlfriend. In a oh, way. I read a really so nice. I mean, that comes through. I mean, I think that's why people love her mm-hmm. because she does seem so nice and so regular. You know, yeah. Julie well, and Julie, and you know, the 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 truth is that uh, 14 years ago, I had um, I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, and I had done. Jennifer had been my client when I was an agent. I had done Made in Manhattan with her. And I we I hadn't talked to her in a couple of years, and I called her in tears, just saying, you're never going to guess what happened to me. And, oh, you yeah. know, because it was like my life turned left. And uh, and this girl flew in for my chemo treatments without telling me. I got very popular on the chemo line. I mean, everybody wanted to do <laughs> chemo with me. You know, hey, can I be on rotation <laughs> with her? all the nurses? They all said, oh, let me. But, you know, she she brought her at the time sweet face clothes for everybody who did rounds. Now, you hence, you understand the line. And, um... And she played her music, and she rubbed my bald head, and she did that without fanfare. She did that out of just who she is, and people don't know that side of her, but she's a selfless, um, yeah. loving, non-judgmental good girl. But what she really did for me is she made me, because I had so many people calling me saying, ah, oh, too bad, you know, you were such a nice person. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Why do she, people do that? She made me understand that that you know that this was just a this was just a bump it wasn't an end Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well you need people like that in your life yeah yeah so i am uh devoted to her goodness and 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 so excited for her um to keep pushing her own boundaries as we push ours there's a wonderful friendship in the movie between jennifer lopez's character and leah remini who is so Funny. So funny. I mean, so funny. Yeah. So happy to have her back. I know you went somewhere earlier. Happy to have you back. Is that based on sort of you and Jennifer? Is that how you interact no, or no, just that I, sort? I wish. I mean, Leah is infinitely funnier than any human on the planet and loving and uh, made our script so much better because she improved. And, you know, the scene that you see where, you know, Leah and Jennifer always do this thing about you're the champ, you know, to give each other 
you know, courage before they go on whatever performance or wherever they're doing. And and in this case, Leah went, you know, you're the champ and slapped her across the face and you're the champ and slapped her across. And Jennifer was like, really? And you're the champ and slapped her across. And finally, Jennifer just hauls off and hits Leah back. And it was hard. And it was, you know, is this going to like turn? And, you know, the funny thing is we made this movie because, you know, Unless you're a tentpole movie like Aquaman, and right. they're not making movies for women anymore. And we have to talk about the rise, the return of the rom-com. I well, mean, we the return miss of a movie with characters, right. you know, yeah. that you can really dig into. And and again, the way they marginalize female movies is, you know, chick flicks right. in yeah. some derogatory way as if that's bad. Or, you know, Lifetime movies as, as if that's bad. Right. And and we have to say no. So, but God bless STX because they loved it and they loved the messaging and they loved the humor. And but we didn't have a lot of money. We made this movie for fifteen point seven million dollars. Which, when you're up against a movie for, a, I don't right. know, a two hundred million dollar budget. Uh, well, Aquaman. Who, yeah, we just want to stay. No, 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 no. Aquaman's going to be fine. We just are going to stay in the boat as the tsunamis come in and we'll just sail around them and say, okay, come to movies because it's a really fun communal experience to see this movie with your girlfriend. Oh, totally. I mean, I was sorry that I was alone at a screener because it would be really fun to go with satellite sisters. I think you sisters should go. I think you should see it again this Friday. Yeah, okay. And we know. opens this Friday. We've said this before on the show um, that you have to go to women's movies the first weekend because that first weekend box office is really important. So Mm -hmm. if you want to take a stand, Satellite Sisterhood, and see more of these fun, women-driven, character-driven movies, go the first weekend. Go the first weekend, and you'll you'll really love it because I hope— it, it it will show you that, you know, kind of Wizard of Oz, like you had the power all along to be who you wanted to be. Sometimes we just need to remind each other that we are limitless. Jennifer has a song that Sia wrote for the end credits called Limitless. Oh, yeah. wow. And it, it, mm. it's so inspiring. I mean, Sia saw the movie. She went, oh, my God. And, and again, it's a great time to be a woman now where we are able to stand up, where we aren't judged for being strong, mm-hmm. where we aren't judged for being multitaskers, where we can be celebrated, and we need to celebrate each other. That is true. You, you and Jennifer have had a long partnership. What do yeah. you attribute that to? Because um, we have, but we're related. So we, <laughs> we're in each other's lives no matter what, Elaine. And we always say, like, well, we still have to spend Thanksgiving with each other. So That's a really good question. I, I guess I attribute it to the fact that who she is is such a good girl. Yeah. And, you know, she it makes me want to be a better person. And hopefully I do the same for her. We're, we're different. Um, and yet we have overlap. You must be a good sounding board, though, because I, she must get a zillion offers or can do a zillion things. And you must help her choose here are the right things. I, I You know, she's 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 got a mind of her own. But I, I certainly don't shy away from my opinion. And I think she appreciates it. Listen, when you're that famous and that recognizable, your world actually gets small. Mm hmm. Because it's scary. You know, mm-hmm. it's scary. We were once walking home from the set. I've never told this. We were walking home from the set of, um, what was it? Was it Second Act? No, it was Shades of Blue. Okay. And, and it, she was, it was a little, a lonely time. And uh, she didn't just want to go home alone. And she goes, Let, let's walk. Okay. We were driving. I went, oh, okay. So we were in Chelsea and we start walking. You know, there's no bodyguard. And again, she's very famous. She's very famous. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. 
across the street, there was a club opening, right? And um, and again, the reason I think she is so famous is the music. The music, it's not just the acting, it's the combination, and the branding and the music. So there was a club opening, there was this big line. She goes, what do you think that is? I said, I don't know, some club. She goes, let's go. I said, well, I mean, should we call? She goes, no, let's just do it. I went, yeah, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> petrified. So we walk up to the red carpet and the guy go, does a double take. And I go, you know, I mean, you could say no. And he goes, no, no, go in. So we go, because I didn't want this. We go in and of course, and this club is maybe, I don't know, 700 people. And <laughs> all of the eyeballs go to her. We sort of stand in the back and I'm like, Oh, holy. I don't know if I'm allowed <laughs> right. to swear. But, you know, We whatever. keep it clean. Yeah, okay. Well, but, holy whatever. But we know. And I'm like, mm. no. And they're all looking in their phones. But then they all started to put their phones down. Oh. And they all started to imp- protect her. Right. There's no other way to oh. say it, to embrace the fact that this was, she was trying to just be there and listen to music. Mm-hmm. And hey, and like if somebody took her picture, they go, hey, stop it. Let her alone. Yeah. You want a drink? Okay. And they let us be. And it was 700 people embracing the fact that she just, it was so wild. Yeah. It was um, um, a moment in time in a snow globe where for a minute right. we were just part of it. And I think it was probably one of the best times in that week for her. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We stayed, I feel like we that's the opening scene of the next movie you write. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we do have a movie that's coming up where she plays a superstar who oh. uh, marries an everyman. So it's oh, a little right. Notting oh. Hill. So, uh, well, well, we may have to incorporate something like that. It's a little Notting Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah. These things always take so long, Elaine. Now, how soon are we going to get that movie? <laughs> that movie we start making in August. We haven't oh, fantastic. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I totally agree when you said earlier that people underestimate her. It's like there is something crazy that she's so talented that people just think, oh, you know. Well, they marginalize her talent. Yeah. They, oh, her voice is thin. She's got a big her. ass and a thin voice. Or, oh, I mean, can she... And when you look back at the at the just at the anthology of what she's done, it's the amazing. amount of number one records, the amount of movies, and the kind of roles, and and the dancing, and how hard she works. After her Vegas show every night, she'd have ice on her knees and on her, you know, what she puts her body through and how hard she works. And listen, she loves it. Yeah, nobody's putting a no. Gun you to can her tell head. she loves it. That's why she's so lovable. I think that's why I love her. I think it's, but I think what it should do is it should say it doesn't matter what people say. And I guess that's why I, you know, because I've had other writers say you should take a credit on different movies, and I was afraid. I was, yeah, I don't. It's okay. You do, mm-hmm. and I gave away my power, as yes, so many right. women do. And, and again. On those movies, I probably had more to do with them than I did on second act. But I I didn't do it. So is this a big change for you? Like yeah. from now on? Uh, well, if I, if I, no, I mean, if I, if I actually sit and write something, I will certainly stand in that truth. Or, uh-huh. But sometimes I do. I call it the Zamboni, you know, the guy on the ice who makes the polish. Sometimes Cleans I just help mind. them and Zamboni it. But, you know, <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's what the truth was, you know, stand in your truth and, 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 and understand that we are the architects of our own lives. You know, we write our own narrative. You have one life. Right. Mm-hmm. Write it. And 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 you don't have to just have one dream. It would be like someone saying, go to sleep tonight and have one dream for the rest of your life. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We we that are would allowed, not be healthy. It wouldn't be healthy. And yet women do. They go, I'm a wife and a mother. And, mm-hmm. and they tell themselves that's enough. And for some people it might be. But if it isn't for you, don't don't denigrate yourself. Do other things. Dream have dream in technicolor. So that's right. what I, I, I mean, would mean, we yeah. all had we all had other jobs before we did satellite sisters. Mm-hmm. So uh we, you know, and, and nobody stopped us. Maybe, maybe they should have, but uh, we just started doing this, right? And yes, do you guys exactly. still have other jobs in addition to this? Yes. Yeah, I'm a novelist, so Great. I write Great. women's fiction. You know, Great. that's uh, that's its own little genre. Maybe but, you'll yeah. start writing screenplays. I have done some TV development. I sold a show to Nickelodeon. Great. Yeah. We've Only d- we thing keep stopping trying, you is you. We keep trying to sell Satellite Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've developed it a bunch of times, but uh, yeah. yeah, but no, huh, I, enjoy, I enjoy fiction writing. So that's what I do. Yeah, I've been a corporate executive most of my career. Right now, I'm not doing that, but I was running global marketing for um, for National Geographic um, until just a couple of years ago. And now I do this, and I also do another podcast called Safe for Work, which is a career advice show because I've had a very colorful career kind of in and out of And things. have a very colorful career. I do. Career. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, what I love about you and you and this and Julie is that you are showing by example that you can do many things, that mm-hmm. we can we can do many things. We don't have to limit ourselves. And I think, quite honestly, since the late 40s, since the war, I think there's been a national agenda mm-hmm. to 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 recalibrate the society. And, and you know, when they recourse the women, then the 60s, they burn the court, the bras. <laughs> and then but it's been a, a, an a movement until now is talking to Ariana Huffington about it, and she always has plenty to say. <laughs> Ariana, she does. She's brilliant. Yep. Yeah. And and inspiring, and and empowering, and not judgmental. And I love women who support women. So I was anxious and excited to talk to you guys because I love what you're doing. Thank you. And you Thank know, you. I think your audience will love Second Act. It's <laughs> yes. So funny. It's so, oh, we know for sure. It's funny yes. and delightful. There's New York at Christmas. It again has all the elements of every movie you want. But I want to say, in order to make this for a budget, we had to use hot sets, which meant we, when in our big box store, like we'd start shooting, and suddenly Leah was saying a line, and Leah would go, really? Because somebody in back of her work was saying, like, you got any fresh bagels? It was a, it was a, real, it was a real store. She goes, really? You didn't buy out the store? I said, we can't. So the paparazzi who were trying to get oh, yeah, shots yeah. ended up in the movie shopping. Oh, that's, that's so funny. It's so Larry. funny. That's it's so, so funny. You know, we'll be looking for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's an inside tip. What are you going to do this weekend? Will you sneak around and go to theaters and sit mm, in there? We were or? going, Jennifer and I were going to go with Alex and my husband, Dan. We were going to go to theaters on Friday. Okay. Mm. But I don't know if we're going to. I mean, I think Because no one would notice Jennifer and Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, you can yeah. just write Alex Rodriguez. A, mu- a mustache on. And- um, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think I'm going to go to a party on Saturday and, and, and hang out and then I'm flying. I live in New York. Okay. So I, we're going to go upstate and, mm-hmm. you know, eat. Yeah. And then I see up next you're producing Bye Bye Birdie Live. 
You know, because what? we're doing so much that we, we sort of had to punt that. Oh, shoot. I know. It's so lovely. Oh, it's so, and that music. Oh, oh my someday. God. Someday will you do maybe, it? Maybe, maybe. Yes. It's, it's that one, that one we really played with the idea of okay. it. But we have another movie that we're doing in March. And okay. then, uh, you know. All right. You we'll know. let you because I was just going to say our cousin Beth was in it in high school <laughs> at Rye High in 1977. And she was good. If you're casting. What, should, what did she play? <laughs> I think she was like girl. So oh, really, yeah. you could always use a good girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't have enough. But that's the last time I saw Bye Bye Birdie. Was at Rye High. <laughs> what is uh, Beth doing now? She is a teacher. She's a special education teacher good for Beth. in Oregon. And so. I hope she's doing many things in addition to that. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah, yes. she, she is. is. She is. Elaine Goldsmith Thomas, thank you so much for being here. We're yes. so it's excited a it's a to have you on Satellite Sisters. Yep. Yes. yes. Don't be inspired. Go see Second Act. It opens on Friday. <laughs> totally. Yes. We're going. Okay. Thanks, Thank sisters. You. Thanks for Bye. coming in. I it's want to be an unofficial to... satellite sister. You now. are. Okay. Deputize. <laughs> We'd like to thank a couple of sponsors for supporting Satellite Sisters. Liz. Okay. All right. How Bring fun. it on home. It was wow. Really fun Very to fun talk to, to meet her. And a perfect inspirational message for the end of the year, right? Yeah. Dream right. big. Right. Take chances. You can do it. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you the That may be my theme for 2019. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's good enough for Jennifer and Elaine. It's good enough for me. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. It was really fun to have her here in the studio to talk about the movie, which is a delight. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll really enjoy it. So people should go, Liz, where should we go to see? I know. Now that I know that J-Lo and A-Rod might be lurking around theaters in L.A. County on Friday night. I feel like we need to go to the Valley. That's where they're going to be, right? I think that's right, because that's where Elaine said she grew up. That's where she feels like she connects and why she's able to write and produce all these great movies. Go to the Valley, Liz. Leanne, get over there. Great celebrity (laughs) sighting. It would be a good sighting. Uh, that would be an awesome sighting. But then you'd spend the whole time in the movie, like looking behind you right. in the dark. You'd have well, to wear you can always like, see night, the movie again, Liz. Night okay? vision goggles <laughs> to see who's in the theater with you. I, okay. I tell you, Jennifer Lopez's skin glows. It's so lush. Jealous. So you think Emory even Mo. in the dark, I would be I, able to see her? I, yeah, her face just must just shine. I mean, from within, she looks so great in this movie. Uh, They're I mean, going to have baseball caps on, people. So that should, that should help you, right? Uh, I do love Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. You know? All right. So okay. that's okay. That the, that's our okay. We're on the hunt sisters. Friday night, but the rest of you should also go see that movie. All right, Julie. You had some yes. holiday holiday tips you wanted to share, right? I well, we were going to talk about our holiday plans. Yeah, I'm going to be in Colorado for uh, for the holiday. I'm going I'm going to be there with my husband, my son's family, and my hus my sis my brother in law, sister in law, and their family. So I'm going to be cooking uh, for a crowd. And I have some tips. This is my tips that, and I think I've learned most of what I know about feeding a crowd of people from our mother as, cause as you know, mm-hmm. she was constantly feeding crowds of children and people at our house. So here's some things that I keep in mind when I have my game plan for Colorado and they may be helpful when you're over the holidays, when you're feeding a crowd. Okay. I believe in planning. Okay. No, uh, no winging it when you have over a dozen people. Mm-hmm. I don't think that works. Okay. I know some people do. Whether it's on the back of an envelope or a spreadsheet, whatever, I think you need to assign, you need to delegate, 
You need to rotate. So not everybody's cooking Mm -hmm. and some people are cleaning. So you need to have some kind of overall organizational plan. I think that just reduces the stress, keeps a little bit, keeps it tight, you know, keeps a little bit of organization going on. Our mom used to always say she'd like to stay one meal ahead. You remember (laughs) mom saying that, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And so so I, I, as a plan, when you finish dinner, I think, and the dinner dishes, you should set the table for breakfast. You should put out the dry goods uh, for your breakfast bar, put out the toast and the breads by the toaster, make up the coffee and the tea the night before, so you're one meal ahead and you're ready to go. Then it's not quite so chaotic in the morning. Okay. I believe that everybody should make and pack their own lunch. Uh-huh. I set up the equivalent of a Subway store <laughs> in my kitchen during the thing. I have the bread, the PB&J, I have the turkey, the ham, the veggies, whatever, and all the condiments, and everybody makes their own lunch. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. Makes a sandwich, takes whatever they want, but that's it. Mom also used to, you remember this, close the kitchen? Yes. you remember this? Yes. I I believe in closing your kitchen. Yes, I do that. Whether 10 to 3, 11 to 4, whatever it is, Okay, and you can leave out a large bowl of fruit and some snacks, but the kitchen is closed. Okay, mm-hmm. so no rummaging in the uh, refrigerator, no going through the freezer, no, uh, their snacks are out. The kitchen is closed. If you're hungry, here's what you eat. I can so, hear she, mom saying I that. I can hear can it. Can you hear? Yeah. She was a control <laughs> freak. Now, when you say it out loud, you're like, wow, that's kind of harsh. I mean, we would have like a refrigerator full of food and she'd be like, the kitchen's closed. No, kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but now you do it right yeah. it makes sense okay you don't want people you, you do not want people like eating into the next yeah. meal that's right? exactly that's what, what would happen we would start eating what, tight, she, what she what she was saying keep it tight yeah. in yeah. your kitchen okay simple meals okay two or three things a soup a salad and bread or maybe it's you know meat and veggies or how about our my new favorite chili and cinnamon buns okay (laughs) do it (laughs) i don't think you have to over you know don't overthink your menus keep it simple keep it you know that's the part where you can keep it loose so it's you know so it's a stress-free holiday and the last thing i'm going to credit you leanne because i think that this is just solid advice always always have an emergency mac and cheese in the freezer Mm -hmm. okay yeah it is good that's it yeah, mm-hmm. everybody loves it. mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, good tips. Are you going to write those up? Can we post those I am going to write those up, and I'll okay. put those on the Facebook uh, group as Great. well. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Um, what I, are you doing for the holidays? I am heading up to Bend, Oregon. This weekend is my plan to drive up. Hooper and I, oh. you know, dog is my co-pilot. And uh, unless we get, like, a lot of snow down here, driving yeah. alone in heavy snow is not really my thing. But... You know, got the car with the four-wheel drive. So unless it's a massive um, situation in the grapevine, yeah. as we say here in Southern California. Right. Uh, well, you that, do go up and over Mount Shasta. You go yes. through, the, through the pass up there. Yes. That's legit. Mm-hmm. That's for those yeah. of you who live in the Mountain West. That's I know legit. we have many listeners or several yeah. in Mount Shasta, in the town, because yeah. I see you posting from there all the time. Yeah, that's usually my overnight spot on yeah. my way up to Bend. So that's the plan. And then I'm having kind of a quiet holiday. You know, our brother... Dick and his family, they're all in Bend. Um, I have guests coming from New Year's, but during the Christmas part of the thing, it's just me and Hooper. And I'm really focusing on kind of a 
an Operation Sea Turtle okay. scenario. Okay, excellent. Liz. My trying to stay close to my health and fitness goals because, as you know, I scheduled my annual physical for January 7th, which I did <laughs> okay. on purpose to sort of... So you're not going to have the emergency mac and cheese will, in your freezer. There'll right. be no mac okay. and cheese. Nope, no mac right. and cheese. Though Leanne just did, I got an email that she sent me one of those butcher boxes for Christmas, a Julie. Box. So a gift box of steaks yeah. from one of our favorite sponsors, Butcher Box. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Delicious. Anyway, so, th- so that's it. Just Operation Sea Turtle, focus. Focus. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. No, it'll okay. be good. No, because you can you do a lot of outdoor activities yeah, and all of that. So I will I will enjoy myself. Yeah, Bend is an easy place to stay fit. Yeah. There's a lot of recreating sure. that happening, a lot of yeah, a lot yeah. of fresh lot of places air. you can go yeah. and 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 do that reasonably. And you're surrounded by people who are incredible outdoor athletes. Yes. So it's yeah. inspiring. But you'll be partying here for the Rose Parade. That's the- it. I mean, we have Christmas. We're, I'm doing Christmas Eve for my in-laws. I mean, <laughs> you sound so excited. Like, wow, there's that Christmas. Got to get through you know, that. Though, uh, it's true, though, in Pasadena, people move pretty quickly right on to New Year's Day. I mean, okay. already okay. everything is happening for the parade. It does take All the a, bleachers are up. The bleachers are yeah. up. The big tents. The floats are moving around. They're introducing a whole bunch of special new events. Um the team from Visit Pasadena and the Tournament of Roses people. So those are all happening, and those kick off, like, the day after Christmas. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. waiting around for that when people move. So Who's I, playing in the game? The game is uh, the Washington Huskies uh-huh. and oh. the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, those, those are two fun groups. Yeah, two fun groups. It's kind of back to the traditional. It's not the national title anymore. It's not the national title this, this year. year. So it's back to— Just fun uh, football. Yeah, just, just real football. And so so we want to see if you're coming and you're a Husky or you're a Buckeye, make sure you wear your team gear. We need to know. That's yeah. what we want. Put those Buckeyes, put those funny things on your head. I mean, it's hard to beat the Wisconsin team for the Cheddarheads. But um, I did update my insider's guide to the Rose Parade. That is at SatelliteSisters.com. You can find it. It's Mm -hmm. a separate blog post, tons of links. I give you some insider tips on where to see the floats on December 31st. Mm -hmm. So before the floats line up on Colorado Boulevard, there's a special judging that happens because all the floats are judged. Yeah. And I have a special spot. I go every December 31st in the afternoon. You can get really close to them. The per- the floats are all going. They have their talent on them. They have all the bells and whistles going. Cause, really? Because the oh. judges are judging them. And it's the closest you can get to the floats. And you can really look at the amazing floral work they do. Because mm-hmm. it's not just flowers. It's grapefruits. You know, it's avocados. Seeds. It's seeds. Yeah. It's ferns. It's They're so fragrant, oh, though. And That's they, what's surprising. Right. Yeah. And when they're flying past you on Colorado Boulevard, you can't. It's hard to take yeah. it all in. So this is a good spot. So that is that in my insider's guide. Mm-hmm. I also have a list of places you should shop and see and eat in Pasadena. Full service, Leah. It's a full Whoa. service. I really actually spent hours and hours and hours on it. Like once I started doing it, I was like, well, I might as well do this right. So because uh, a couple people had direct messaged me on our Facebook group or yeah. through uh, through Facebook, like, hey, I'm going. Hey, hey. I was like, I'm just going to put it all up there and then you can share it with your team. We have a couple of people in the Satellite Sisterhood whose kids are playing in bands, which is a fantastic, fun experience. I love seeing all the bandy parents yeah. uh, walking around town with their band T-shirts on. Um, 
Um, so there are there's all kinds of information there and links. I don't have all the hours and stuff or all the addresses. You have a phone. You can this look those up. This is what Google is for. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you you have, don't have to be the Google. <laughs> I know. It's like... But I'll give you names. They're all relatively close to the parade route and the Rose Bowl and the float viewing. Uh, I give you some fun things to do on New Year's Eve afterwards. And then I give you a couple of my Pasadena, my favorite um, Pasadena Instagrammers who do a great job updating and spreading the news about things in Pasadena. So people to follow on social media if you're going to be in town for those couple of days. Okay. I, yeah, I feel like it's a it's a very solid insider's guide. So I'm happy. I'm happy. So to anyone get it done. who's in Southern California, forget about you. Don't have to be a Buckeye or a Husky. That's true. Just like, yeah, if you want to come. Yeah, yeah. And but if it's your once in a lifetime thing, buy tickets. Like if you're yeah. never coming again. Like if this is it, it's on your bucket list. I I just always recommend buying tickets as close as you can to what we call TV Corner. That's the corner of Orange Grove in Colorado where all the TVs uh, shoot. Um, that's that's the place to be. It's worth the money. You know, you'll get the best view. The parades will be running. The bands will still be fresh. If you go miles and miles down the route because you can stand there by then, oh, those poor bands, they get exhausted. It's a yeah. five-mile parade route. <laughs> it's a very long parade route. But so buy your tickets. Our queen is Queen Louise. And just mm-hmm. a little... <laughs> And I love her. Oh, and it's Chaka Khan is the like, Chaka Khan yeah, is the Grand yeah. Marshal because it's the melody of life is the theme, and Queen Louise is Jean Siskel's granddaughter. Just a little. <laughs> That's so L.A. <laughs> but she's a real science nerd from yeah. kind of the alternative high school. Yeah. So she was. I mean. Well, insiders like myself and my friend Caroline were shocked. Like oh. we were texting each other, like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Queen Louise won!" We. <laughs> So in case anyone doubted, Julie, that Liam is totally into this whole thing, she I think is. she just proved She's it. Right? We were streaming the Queen announcement live <laughs> and then texting with each other. So It's good to have a hobby. It's a good, it's a nice, clean hobby, It's good, Leanne. clean, That's fun. Good. It's good, yeah. clean, fun yeah. in Pasadena. Keep it clean. Uh, that is okay. it. Uh, we got nothing else on well, the we list. We got a lot going on the next Wrapped couple up. of weeks. Wrapped and- up. That, that'll we, be we fun. hope all of you have a very, very happy holidays. Mm-hmm. That's what we think, right? Yes. yes. Safe and Travel happy. safe. Be with your families and your friends, satellite sisters and misters. This is the time to just, you know, make sure you get to hang out and love each other. Yep. We would like to thank Sergio Enriquez for great work all year. As Liz mentioned, at the top of the show, we moved to Wondery a year ago. It's all been year. great. It's been awesome. It's been great. Thank you, Sergio. Again, I used Especially to for Leon, who used to edit the show. Yeah, who used to edit the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and the whole team at Wondery has done a fantastic job. Yes. And we've really thank enjoyed you. being part of it. We would like to thank our sponsors for this show. Salsa Basket, Lola, Nectar Sleep, and FabFitFun. And all the sponsors that have supported our podcast over the year. And, of course, all of you, Satellite yes. Sisters listeners, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, couldn't be here without you. And, frankly, we wouldn't be. If yeah. It was just the three of us talking into a vacuum. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. <laughs> yeah. That would get old. No, really. You're the best. I think that's what we say. That's you're the what best. we say. That's what we say. And we also say, don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.